Previously on Dungeons and Drimpus. So the door slowly slides open and you enter a large chamber. And as you walk in, you see at the end of the chamber, a giant statue of Leifnor turn 180 degrees to face you. And in its hand sits a chest. Uh-oh. You lift the lid and inside the chest is a pile of fish. What? Lose something. You turn around and you are met with Malachi. Grumbo, Gift 2.0, the Armored Gift, and nine other pirates blocking the entrance slash exit. So allow me to repay your captain with the same respect you paid my crew. Katessi, no! Jezelite, close your eyes. Don't look. And that's when you hear an echoed voice from the ancient vents above. Don't hurt my dad! And then from above, a furry beast falls and pounces onto Malachi, a werewolf. Just fucking die already! Yargin jumps up with his scimitar pointed down, and he digs it into Gift's back with all his might. And Gift now, his spine actually does start coming out of his body. Gift's lifeless body collapses on top of Jorgen. So how do we get out of here? So Yargen, you search around another column and you find the little monkey. Oh. All right, let's have a look. So as you slowly uh, unveil it, you you read scroll of enlargement. Rayana. What? One of us needs to get big. Let's go kill that mad dog motherfucker. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The trip back to Longreach is silent and somber. The relief and joy of retrieving the boys is slightly overshadowed by the horrific death of a certain sailor and father figure, as well as the potential death of a certain man and or canine in critical condition. Harlock meditates at the bow of the ship. Yargen, Titi, the little monkey, and the boys are sleeping on the deck. The boys have Yargen's enlarged arm draped over them like a blanket. Rayana is knocked out in the captain's quarters. 
Sventon is passed out in the bed below deck with Jeremiah, asleep at his side, sitting in a chair. Jezeline steers the ship, wide awake and silent. As night falls, you pull into the Longreach Cove, and you see Harold waving as you pull in, along with a few Goralans and Sigmund, the royal steward. I trust you were able to... Uh, and you're giant now, so I see you must have found it. Oh, thank my lucky stars, I was so worried. Get Doctor now! Wait! Where is Gorvin? Casualties were hard. I'm sorry. Bloody hell! I really liked Gorvin. He never talked much, and he always did as he was told. He was good sailor. We have funeral tonight. But you do have this scroll, yes? Yes! Ah, wonderful. Yes, brilliant. Doctor! <laughs> I need a doctor right now. And I it, it, can I pick up Sventon in my arms like I'm holding him? You all walk off the boat, Yargan guiding the kids, and Sventon leaning on Jeremiah. And then Harold runs over to help carry Sventon. Why is he naked and doubled over in pain? Is Sventon snatches Jeremiah's hat to cover his crutch. <laughs> it's a long story. Just help him, please. I don't know how much longer he's got. So you've had a nasty run-in, I see. Don't worry. I believe the court wizard can assist with that. And he looks at Jorgen. And maybe aid you with all this as well, motioning towards your giant body. He flexes his rock bottom. And winks. Sigmund sees Kateshi's leg sticking out of the cloth he was wrapped in. Is that what I think it is? Aye. Yes, quite. Shall we? Your reward and the fate of Longreach awaits. Sigmund leads your party to the royal palace, and you get a lot of looks along the way, through both districts. And all the Goralans on the way there are slightly intimidated by Yargan's new vertical enhancement. <laughs> you come to the front of the royal palace, and Harold's like, I'll be right here. Harold, do not lie to us. I love you. And he walks inside the palace. <laughs> Jeremiah. Yes, God. They say men think about sex every seven seconds. <laughs> You think about the cure every seven seconds. Oh, and you geez. take another minus one on all stats, and that should bring you to minus, minus five. five. Yeah. Stop it. Rihanna <laughs> and Yargan. Oh. A taste of the cure sounds pretty good right now. Oh. oh. Damn it. Hard luck. I can ask cure a little a treat. For Mega Yargon, please. I'll take some of that too if he's gonna grab. Whoa, some. whoa, hold on now. How, how about we replicate the cure first and then you have it? You are smart. Y'all need to hang on. I am dying of thirst for that cure, but we are so close. Let's just hold on a little longer. You didn't tell me it was so tasty. I'm saying this while my eyes twitching and my leg is shaking <laughs> and my hands are like scratching my belly. You all would do well to follow Jeremiah's discipline. You enter the royal palace. You've returned! Oh, oh, Philgar, Phil, Phil. We're gonna need some help here. Oh, God, Lord, there's, this is a lot to unpack. And Philgar peeps his head around the corner and goes, Oh, yep, I got it. And disappears behind the corner. Give me one second. 
Okay, so, you're huge, which I guess means you found it, so... Damn right! Uh, and he looks at Sventon leaning on Jeremiah in pain. Uh, Phil? Philgar's like, I'm coming, I'm coming! And he hobbles down the main hall to meet you, holding up a covered food tray like a waiter in a restaurant. Okay, and he lifts the cover. So, who had the potion of extreme healing? Sventon raises his hand. <laughs> And he hands it over to him. And who had the scroll of reduction? Couldn't be me. Ah, <laughs> uh, I thought this might happen, so I came prepared. Give to me. I read scroll when I am ready. Uh, excuse me, do you have any bendy straws for Svent in here? He he lacks his drinks with the bendy straws. <laughs> Those don't exist yet, man. <laughs> Oh, from where I'm from, we have all kinds of straws. We have the bendy kind, we have the twisty kind, we have the ones that glow in the dark. We have all kinds of straws. I believe single-use plastics have fallen out of fashion. We must save the planet! All right, fine. Sventon, drink up. You can't have a bendy straw this time. So Philgar hands the scroll to Yargen. Yargen looks down at him this time, now that he's actually bigger than him, and says... Thank you, little man. And Sventon pops the cork and drinks the potion. Uh, and you see his wounds start to close. And the bolt in his thigh squeezes out and falls onto the floor. Just a scratch. Oh, thank God. So, did you... Is it really here? Yes. Well, let's see it. I don't have it, Rihanna has it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I have it. So I'm going to pull it out. I'm talking about the scroll, right? The scroll and the cure. And Hartlock, you know, holds on to the cure until it needs to be handed over. Well, now <laughs> now the king has his arms stretched out. Uh, oh, okay. I guess we just walk up to him and hand it to him. Is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Can we have a reward first? Well, it's right yeah, here. We'll get to see it. Well, yeah, we have the reward for you. Well. Right, so... Let's have it. Where? Do a little handy hand, yeah? Sigmund, Sigmund dangles like a, a huge bag of coins. Daryl, I need extra for the boys. Their mother is sick. They yes, need yeah. help. I, I, yes, I know. I have a whole town also that is dying here. I, I understand, really, but please, guys, you're making it hard to like you. <laughs> All right, no, that's a fair, that's a very fair point. Sorry, here, I'm just going to give it to him. He can have it. It's this. <laughs> Hartlock slowly approaches and says, Not always this easy to get within so few paces of a kink. And then uh, ominously paces over uh, and hands over the cure. Hey, Sventon, secure the perimeter. Something fishy's going on here. Oh, no. On it. And Daryl goes, Oh, bless you all. This town will never forget you. Sigmund! Sigmund walks over and hands you the promised additional 300 gold each for going the extra mile to increase the town's supply. <laughs> Thank you. Harold puts the cure on the ground and hands the scroll to Philgar. And Philgar opens the scroll and reads the words, Terasielt yenuilt versvesh. And the scroll disintegrates in his hand, and the small pot of the cure on the ground begins to grow and grow and grow until it becomes roughly the size of the huge cauldron you began your adventure with, the same amount but a new vessel. And 
Filgar and King Daryl cheer and Sigmund tilts his head up high and smiles with his hands behind his back. The Goralans beat their chests as they cry out their gorilla noises. Jeremiah sees this huge pot of the cure and finally snaps for he is unable to control himself as he dashes to the pot and starts scooping handfuls of the cure into his mouth rapidly. I need it. Jeremiah, no. I need it. <laughs> and King Daryl goes, uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and Daryl rushes over to Jeremiah, grabs him by the back of the neck and flings him back across the room. Ow. And Sigmund goes, what, what is the meaning of this? I, I need it. I, I've waited too long. We have enough. I can have like a sippy sip, right? <laughs> Phil Gargus, have you tasted this mixture before? Maybe once. A little bit. And did you notice any side effects? Um, nothing much past uh, constant twitching, uh, severe thirst, uh, constantly wanting the more of that delicacy over there. Uh, that's about it. So you've had a hard time, uh, resisting consuming anymore that's right and um let's say i were to have a few statistics in the battlefield one could say my strength is a little low my uh my health uh maybe my my speed i'm not as smart as i was a few hours ago either so uh it's really affecting me here i'm not as charming either that one really hurts yeah that that didn't get affected no, it did. It, 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 yeah, I'm, no. oh man, I was so charming Other. before. Never mind. <laughs> My leash, I do believe uh, the cure may be highly addictive. Well, well, that's, oh, I cannot believe this. I'm really starting to question our alliance with High Claw. <sighs> well, I. My leash, as unfortunate as it may be, is it not better to be alive and addicted than sober and dead? Well, I suppose, yes, it is better to be alive and have a crippling addiction than dead. Well, that depends on who you ask. I don't believe this. Can you produce more? Continue to drink for everyone. Yes, but... Oh, goodness. And Sigmund goes, but we should probably continue uh, to keep the base district away from the rest of Longreach. Uh, if, if you think that's best. No! We have a highly addictive life-saving cure on our hands. We cannot afford looting and rioting and mingling with the common rabble. You I'm afraid that's the way it will have to be. leave people to die. I'm afraid that's the way it will have to be, since we are essentially trading one deadly disease for another not so deadly. The cure will still be distributed. No one will be going untreated. But after that display of frenzied, uncontrolled obsession that has possessed the one with the unknown dialect, I cannot allow any afflicted near the women and children of the royal district. Is there perhaps an anti-addiction drug we could go out and get? Should we go round two of this adventure? Yes, there is. It's called solving societal problems at their root, but that is a discussion for another day. <laughs> That's a good point, Hartlock. <laughs> Your extreme classism is upsetting. Never trusted royalty. Not once. I agree. Once, yeah, but now I don't. Not anymore. So Daryl, with his head down, like he's thinking for a moment and pondering on this. and He looked to Filgar if there is a way to remove 
the addiction and and Philgar kind of shook his head and shrugged so Daryl walks up to you and goes uh, thank you all you've you've really helped us a great deal Uh, the people may suffer for a while but after uh, they get to live thanks to you and I'm relieved to see that you found those children and I think you need to get them home safely I'm gonna have to let these people run through their addiction until it expires. Uh, he turns to see if Sigmund is listening and sees Sigmund writing at his desk. Go ahead and take Sigmund's ship. I'll order him a new one. And he smiles softly and then he faces Jeremiah. Sorry I went cuckoo bananas on you. And he puts his hand on Jeremiah's shoulder. Stay strong, friend. Thank you, I appreciate that. That's real kind of you. And if I can maybe take three bottles for the road, I would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> I think it'd be best if you didn't, but uh I you know what, I understand you've got a job to do and you need to be at your peak, so Yes, yes, it's true, it's true. Philgar comes with three little vials and uh scoops some cure into them and corks them and hands them over to you. Why, thank you. That is greatly appreciated. I'll just hold on to these for safekeeping right here in my pocket. There we go. Daryl goes over to one of the Goralans and whispers to him. And then he comes back and says, I'm sending this guard to escort you. So, uh, take care, my friends. Daryl, may I ask what was in the message he sent when we first arrived? What's... What are you talking about? Sigmund wrote a message before we departed. He sent it. I told you it was to send word that we received shipment. Sigmund, no one believes you. Well, actually, Sigmund writes messages to and from uh, Highclaw all the time. That's how we got this whole arrangement sorted. Mm. Can we trust Highclaw? Never. Uh, I can't believe... I mean, we've been allied for we've been allied for a few years now. Although it is strange that the ingredients are unknown and the recipe was not disclosed. And Sigmund goes, "I I don't like what you're implying. I I find it hard to believe that Highclaw would willingly jeopardize peace between two powerful kingdoms and throw away years of diplomatic accomplishments." Well then, Sigmund, what is your explanation for not disclosing? I I don't know. Perhaps they are the ingredients are of uh, unknown, never seen before. I don't know. Maybe they were afraid uh, a enemy would would happen upon them and and happen upon cure. Cure should be free for all world. Sickness does not discriminate based on imaginary lines in the sand. That's actually a really good point. Yargen's voice booms throughout the whole palace. I, I suppose, um, I suppose I'll have to have a a, a talk with them. Yes, we'll have to. Uh, I, we didn't know it was going to be addictive. We did not know that the the contents would not be uh able be identifiable. We thought we could identify them, and now you see the case. Perhaps you are right. Maybe there is something of uh, some some something fishy here. Perhaps this was just a miscommunication. Who can really say? Jorgen puts his big fist on top of Sigmund's head and like turns his head to look him straight in the eyes and says, 
be careful. And then lets him go and starts to walk out. Jorgen, don't you have a scroll? <laughs> Isn't it getting boring way up there high in the sky? You shattered no. my eardrums. I <laughs> will grow to be like Lefnor. <laughs> all right, all right. You have fun up there. <laughs> we should... We should we go. Should get going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah, your penalty is removed. <gasps> Wait, really? You drank some cure. You've you've had your fix. But the other two have their minus one still. You don't know what they have. You're you're Jeremiah. <laughs> you're well, uh, you're is, are, Jeremiah. is there there are their lips quivering like I was? Are their eyes twitching? I could I could discern. It was like at the beginning for you. Not much. It just looked tasty you know well i got three vials on me so if y'all need any i got you thank you maybe someone who doesn't have an addiction to that should hold on to the vials no yeah. no i'll keep them right here in my pocket give, to Heartlock. Yeah, give them to Hotlock or jess if i didn't ask for them we wouldn't have them they're staying right here in my Jeremiah. pocket you did you even you kind of just took it no i asked he uh he was very kind to to give it to me Good old Daryl, my buddy. Still think you should give it to someone else. That's a good thought. I'm going to keep it here in my pocket nice and safe. I will punch you with big hand. Please don't. Oh. That'll hurt a lot. Give to Hotlock. I'm. It's going to stay here in my pocket. It's real safe. Uh, I'm going to try and just take it off him. Quickly or by force? I'm going to say by force. Yes, yeah, strength contest. Okay. Oh, is it strength contest? Oh, my God. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I get advantage on all strength checks while I'm giant. Mine is a 14 now. Mine is a 12. Oh, so close. And Yargin <laughs> pushes Jeremiah back with one hand while the other one snatches a vial uh, with his thumb and index finger from his uh, pocket. Hartlock uh, solemnly extends a hand, uh, expecting the cure to be put in it. Yargin puts it in and says, Keep safe. I shall. I'm going to whisper something to myself now. Here we go. They forgot I had two vials left. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you only grabbed one. I was trying to grab all three, but I guess I only caught one. As long as Yargan has a portion for him safe, I guess. All right, moving on. Wow, High Claw, here we come. So, uh, so uh, at, the, at this stage, um, Hartlock is going to say, now that we've shown how easily we can get one vial, do you really want us to rest the other two from you? What other two? Are we really going to do this? Do what? Do not use deception on me. Oh, true. Can I roll for bluff? <laughs> here we go. I mean, this is like roll for gaslight. Like, <laughs> I rolled 19. What other vials? Holy crap. Hardlock is going to say, do we really have to do this the hard way? What other vile? And his newly magical fists, like, clench in the Arthur clench. <laughs> All right, Hartlock, you got me. Here's the vial you were asking for. Vials. That's right. One in your hand, one in my hand. Vials, here you go. <laughs> okay, I mean, Hartlock will take the other vial. <laughs> I guess for now that's fine, so he, he's not going to press on the third. A Goralin comes to escort you. Oh my god, was uh, this all happening in the palace? Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I thought we were outside. Then you follow the Goralin outside, and sure enough, Harold is waiting for you. So, judging by your faces, 
It looks like you're my little heroes. Oh, stop that. <laughs> are we are we smiling or I don't know. You just I look relieved. Like we... Oh, all right. I don't feel relieved. Is that weird? Do any of you feel relieved? No. Hardlock just jacked two vials of cure from me. Oh, Jeremiah, shut up! I will. I willingly received two vials. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Harold sees something in you, man. That's no. That's fine. I'm just saying. Harold, <laughs> would you like to grab a pint of ale sometime? I'd love that. Uh, I'll walk back with you. Then we can. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, then we can say goodbye. Oh. You still follow the Goralin who's escorting you, and you walk back to the cove where you left Sigmund's ship, and uh, one of the Goralins walks over carrying a rowboat over his head with his two top arms and the bottom arms holding a halberd in each hand, and he drops the rowboat in front of you near the shore and points to Kateshi's wrapped-up body and then points to the rowboat. Yargin goes, and he's going to grab Kateshi and Gorbin, and set them in the rowboat. Another Goralin drops firewood at your feet, and the two Goralins bow. He places the firewood inside of the rowboat as well. You carefully place Kateshi's body into the rowboat, Gorvin's body into the rowboat, and the firewood into the boat, covering the bodies. All right. And he gently gives it a push out to sea. You push the boat out to sea. A Goralin comes by with a longbow in his top left hand an arrow in the hand below that, and a torch in his top right hand, and he hands the bow and arrow to Rayana. Damn it! All right. Am I... Is it all right if I do this, or does someone else, like, want to? Without saying anything, Jurgen's going to look at Jezeline. Jess? Jezeline kind of looks down at the, at the ground, and like a little tear kind of comes out of her eye. He just gives her a, like a big one-armed hug. And nods at Rayana. All right. The Goralin lights the arrow with the torch, assuming that you're prepping the arrow in the bow. Yeah. And then now you roll. Jeremiah takes his hat off. It's a 17. You pull the arrow back, you fire, it lands in the rowboat, and the wood, the firewood starts to burn, and the rowboat burns, and you see the smoke rising to the sky. The escort Goralin uh, motions towards Sigmund's ship, and Harold goes, Well, it was an honor to meet you all. It was fun while it lasted, and maybe I'll see you again one day. Would you like to come? He puts his hand... <laughs> Normally he would put it on Yargin's cheek, but now that he's ten feet tall, he puts it on Yargin's thigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yargin, you know I can't do that. Jürgen's going to motion to the rest of the group and says, I go last to push ship. And he's just going to he's, he's gonna take a seat next to uh, Harold for while he waits for everyone else to board. It was a pleasure to meet you, Harold. Thank you for everything. Harold nods. Thank you. Rhino walks onto the ship. Hey, Harold. Yes? We may have gone off on the wrong foot earlier when we first met. Quite literally. But uh, after after hanging out with you for some time... I'd say we both have the right feet. I run away. 
Heartlock is just going to say, I think you have some soul searching to do about your identity. Next we meet, I would like for that to be resolved. <laughs> what is this performance review? <laughs> Well, Damn. I hope I think you mean Yarrigan. I think he's the one with the personality disorder. How would you know? You were speaking in some other accent to what's his name? Fair. You guys make your way under the rowboat, said Yorgen, and accept Jezeline. Uh, she continues to stare at the burning rowboat. Okay, Yarrigan is gonna leave Harold for a second and go up to Jezeline and say, Are you okay? She just continues to stare. So then Sventon walks over to her. I won't pretend like I know how you feel. I just found out I had a father figure of my own, and well, now I can't imagine what I'd do if he was taken from me. And Jesline goes. Sventon puts some clothes on and then walks onto the ship. <laughs> I love her. And from the ship, I scream, That's my Jesline! I mean, I'm cool with being naked if you guys are. And I'm not just no. saying that because I'm a dog. Sventon, get your ass on the ship. Sventon walks onto the ship and goes below deck looking for clothes. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beavermount, Ontario is pretty much the same. Folks are polite. There's a hockey game that evening, and someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, bello! All right, so we're alone now. You are alone with Harold. Yargan is going to kneel down next to Harold and look him in the eye. He's going to try and put his hand on his shoulder and he's going to say, Harold, tell me the truth. Are you the king? King of Sath, girlfriend. You know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harold, really? Really what? Tell me the truth. Yargan, what is this? Is this, is this really how you want to... Say goodbye. This is kind of awkward. All right. Call me Silversmith. And he gets up off uh, off of the snow. Uh, and From the ship, I whispered to Ryan, do you think they're going to kiss? Are they going to kiss? He gets up. He goes to the back of the ship, begins to push it, turns back, and blows a kiss to Harold before hopping onto <gasps> the deck. Oh, my God. They kissed. Kind of. <laughs> did it? That wasn't a real kiss. It was real in his heart. Oh, shut up, Jeremiah. It was beautiful. Shut up! I blow a kiss to Jizzleline. No, God, I catch it and I stomp on it. No, that's <laughs> my Don't kiss. Gross. Don't be gross. Stop Damn. it. As he hops onto the deck, he goes, I'll be back, your majesty. That's beautiful. Without saying a word, Jizzleline hoists the sail and you sail out of the cove. Harold and the Goralans wave to you from the shore. And you see the burning rowboat as you pass by, and Jezeline continues to just stare ahead, dead ahead. Everybody roll a spot for me. Ugh, three. Ooh, four. Fifteen. Thirteen. Rihanna, as Longreach grows distant, you see a bird flying in the same direction that you are moving, carrying something. I'm gonna shoot it. Okay, roll for that. I will. 
Rihanna, why are you lifting your crossbow there? Shut up, Jeremiah. Rihanna? <laughs> 18. Rihanna takes aim and fires. And after a second, with so much distance, she's actually able to hit the bird. And the bird falls into the water. Oh, Jesus Christ, Rihanna, we have food on board. I thought I was going to fall on the ship. Shit. How far is it? And <laughs> How far is it? Pretty far away, like about as far as the burning rowboat is. So Rihanna wants to shoot another arrow, but it's tied to a rope so that she shoots it at the bird and she could reel it in like she's gone fishing. It's my favorite sport. Ooh, 24. <laughs> Ryan is able to shoot at that little floating bird and hits it and reels it in. Ryan is a little scary. Only when I need to reel stuff in. All right, pull it in. Ooh. And I want to search it. Ryan pulls up a soaking wet uh, dying bird. <laughs> oh, it's not dead. And, uh, oh, she doesn't really care, though, if it's dead or not. She yanks the scroll off. Hey! I might care. I could care a little bit. Like a little. She wants. She, we're here for what she's really after. And that's well, that scroll. Otherwise, she wouldn't I, have shot it in the first place. Don't act like uh, you care. I do care. I didn't necessarily want to kill it. Girls only want one thing, and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Forget I even asked. I just wanted to check. All right, tell me, what's it got? <laughs> so the, she opens up this scroll, but it's all wet. And a lot of the words are hard to see now. Some of the ink has washed away. But uh, the ones you can make out, just two, they know. Oh, you sneaky, sneaky son of a bitch. And I want to show it to Yagen. Of royalty! And he, like, he goes to smash the deck of the ship, like, he raises no. his fist above his head, and then he, like, I don't know, he remembers, like, anger management or something, and just, like, Meeting on deck now. We're on the deck. Okay, <laughs> meeting begins. I'm gonna pass around that note. Probably still have to explain it to, like, Jeremiah or something, but I'm gonna it pass it around. Can can we someone read this aloud, please? They know. Who knows? They know we know, but they don't know that we know that they know that we know. But when we knew that they knew, right now, like we know, how do you know that they know that we know? Oh my God! They we're don't. not doing this, Yagen. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, listen. We're putting context clues together, and we're going to assume that Sigmund was sending this letter to Highclaw, telling whoever that we know that something's off about the cure and Highclaw and... Sigmund likes death and duels. I think he is playing King Daryl for a fool and I think that when we get to Highclaw there is going to be a murder squad waiting for us but if they never receive this letter they don't know that we know that's right never mind we are safe so we have a one up on these people yes 
But Longreach is in danger. Hotlock! It's time you'll tell us about High Claw. Oh, that's right. What would you like to know? Everything. Well, there are a bunch of no-good lying scoundrels who will happily let people die of a pandemic that was easily preventable because they just didn't feel like giving people the proper medical care that they needed so that they could hoard their wealth like dragons and sit on it like a mountain while everyone else died around them? I thought you knew all that. I know this now, but what did they do to you? The... the plague... The plague ravaged my monastery. It killed the only family I ever had. Far north of Highclaw, there is a... There is a plant that blooms only a certain time of year. And that plant, if you cut its stems and grind it and with a mortar and pestle, you can extract a certain juice from it. A juice that you put into a certain mixture and put that mixture into another solution and then you evaporate that solution until it forms a powder and then you put that powder into any other you know type of food for instance and it stops their heart we call it a heart lock poison and well sometimes if you want to enact a certain type of revenge against say, certain people in power, but you can never get too close to them, like I could with the King of Longreach, well, a certain heartlock plant might help get the job done. And sometimes people might find out and put a 6,000 gold bounty on your head. I think that about covers it. That's funny, your name's Heartlock too, just like that plant. What a coincidence. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Wow, how about that? What should we do? I have an idea. Hmm. Jezeline, I know you're having a moment over there. And you know I love you dearly. However, you're from Highclaw. Do you have any information for us on this event right here? Did you know about this? Jezeline continues to silently steer the ship, staring dead ahead. Jezeline, I'll ask a second time. Did you know about this? Jezeline, this is your third and final opportunity. Did you know about these events happening in Highclaw? No. Well, all right. Highclaw has been cured. Correct. So when you first arrived at Highclaw, hearing the cure was the first time you had heard of a cure, but you remember the king saying that they had began distributing it to the people of the kingdom. What if Highclaw doesn't know? Doesn't know what? The addiction. What if it is an innocent mistake? There are no innocent mistakes when it comes to Highclaw. This is their way. I agree with Harlock because we just got a birdie letter that says that there's something nefarious going on here. Yeah, I agree with Harlock also because I just don't trust royalty. That too. That's a good policy. Yeah. 
Now, Jezeline, you're sure you're not involved with any of this. I trust you, but I just want to confirm that we're all squared away here. If you trusted away. her, you wouldn't be asking her four times. Well, to be fair, she didn't answer the first three times. Well, I don't blame That's her. That's also very to... true. All right, well, she Plus, just I'm looking out for my friends here. She just watched her father figure burn on a rowboat out at sea. Can you give her a minute? Juggle. Lemu. The two boys run up to Jorgen. Do we need to take you home first? We want to go home. Yeah, our mom is uh, waiting for us. And now that we have all this gold, or, I mean, he didn't give us any gold, but... What's mine is yours. Thank you, Mr. Jorgen. Of course. We continue to high claw. We investigate. We come back. And we get that Sigma motherfucker. It seems like the new royalty in Highclaw is repeating the mistakes of the past. And I think it's time to serve them some. And then Hartlock shudders almost as he says, Justice. (laughs) Hartlock, once the boys are safe, I am at your service. Excellent. I got goose pimples all over my skin when Hartlock said justice just now. <laughs> to be fair, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> Hartlock, I'd like to assist you as well, if you'd have it. Oh, I will have it. Brilliant. Oh, me too. I want to help too, Hartlock. <laughs> okay, well, all right. I mean, I guess, I, I, I guess, I guess four is more, so sure. Uh, and Jorgen is going to sit, like, cross-legged at the bow of the ship and just start sharpening his giant scimitar. All of a sudden, a fog begins to swell around the entire ship. Uh-oh. Mm. In mere seconds, the ship is completely engulfed in the fog. And you can hardly see in front of yourselves, let alone where the ship is or where it's even headed. Jezeline, are we okay to continue sailing? Can't see anything. But I'm maintaining course. Hello, I am Hartlock Warren, and you, hmm, I sense you are uneasy, tense, stressed. Allow me to guide you to inner peace through the plane of meditation. Close your eyes, unless you were driving. Take a deep breath. The path to inner peace begins by celebrating what you are thankful for. For example, we'd like to take this time to thank our founding parents. Adriana Alarcón, Juan Zorea, Will Williams, Anne Baird, Giovanni Zorea, Andrea Jimenez Neste, Claudia Acosta, Marshy A., Jerry Benetatos, Katrina Scott, Carolina Riverol, Alejandro Alarcón, Alexia Wilde, Giovanni Neste, Daniel Utstadt, Zenovia Ash. Our gratitude is as wide as the ocean. Next, a wise man once said one may find ease with oneself through donating through Patreon or coffee to a ridiculous podcast. It says here, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. 
If all else fails, sending a spiritual tweet using hashtag Drimbus is a great way to connect with the Earth and align the chakras. The gods will reward you with a cute sticker sent by Messenger Owl. Don't knock it till you try it, bro. My sticker always brings me peace. You may open your eyes. Thank you for joining me on this spiritual journey. Remember, strife is an illusion. Open your mind and listen for the sound of justice. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, Stuart. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. Tell me. No! Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. Don't mind if I sit here and watch lights go out, do you? The unexplained. Don't leave me out here. We can't help her. <laughs> I have a dog. We're leaving. No. I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much. Ominous thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere. Flesh splits open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.